Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi this is Rabbi Kovacs, and the Mishnah Yomi Shir is continuing for Yud Gimel Cheshvan. We are in the second parak of Bikurim at Mishnah Het, and we have the challenge and the privilege of learning the four Mishnayot and Shas about the Koi. So don't play Koi, let's jump right in. Mishnah Het, the Koi. This is some sort of animal we're going to see, and the Bartanura here says there's a Machloket. What? A koi really is. So it could be it's ayul habar, the wild ram, the wild ayul, or it's a tayish habal alitzvia. That when a male goat loves a female deer very much, that some sort of hybrid crossbreed kind of thing can result from it. And some say it is its own creature. It's not a crossbreed, it's not a variation of an existing species, but it's something that is its own independent identity, something else. And I've heard it identified with some form of a buffalo, perhaps, maybe, we don't know. And the main issue with this koi we're going to see is our sages, they weren't sure if it's really a behema, a domesticated animal, or a haya, more like a wild animal. So a behemoth, for example, would be like a cow. You know, it's domesticated. You can keep it fenced in. But if it's more, you know, deer-like or more ayalabar, more wild, more buffalo-like, then maybe it's more uh, more haya-like. And a haya is a wild animal. And behemoth and haya, we're going to see, have distinct halachot. So the Mishnah continues, Yeshbo, hold on, Yeshbo drachim shave lechaya. It has ways that are similar to a chaya, a wild animal, and it has things similar to a domesticated animal. There's some things that are similar to both. There's some aspects that are not like either the domesticated animal or the wild animal. And this is, again, why our sages had a hard time categorizing what exactly this koi is. So Mishnah Tet begins the analysis. Ketzod Shavalachaya. How is the koi like a haya, like a wild animal? Damo taun kisui kadam chaya. The blood requires covering like the blood of a wild animal. So when we do shechita of a, of a behema, it does not require kisui. And there is a, there's a kesher there because the dam behemot is is uh, used on the Mizbeach as well. But a haya, or an oaf, wild animal and birds, the dam requires kisui ba'afar. It requires covering with dirt. Um, so the koi requires this as well. But you can't shecht it on yom tov, but if you went ahead and shechted his koi on yom tov, to eat yom tov suda, you can't cover the blood. So on a weekday, you have to cover the blood because it's like a chaya. But on yom tov, you can't cover the blood and again, this is because somebody might say, oh, the koi is a chaya vadai, and that's why they're covering the blood on Yom Tov. Because moving around dirt, or moving around even if it's ashes from the stove on Yom Tov, well, that would be muksa unless you have a real valid reason to move the dirt around, like covering the blood. But that's only a valid reason, or say, when the blood vadai needs, needs covering, needs kisui. But when it's a suffolk, like the koi, we're, co- we're covering the blood to be machmir because it's, it's a shtickle like a chaya. It's kind of like a chaya. So if, we, if somebody sees us covering the blood of a koi that we just shechted on yantov, they're going to think the koi is a chaya vadai, not a suffolk. And the problem is they're going to come and eat the chaylev out of the koi, the fats that are mutter by a chaya but usser for a behemoth.
We can't go around covering the blood of a freshly slaughtered koi on Yom Tov because people are going to get the wrong impression and come to eat its chalev as well. The mission continues, Chelbo metame betumat nevela kachaya. The chalev, this fat, it's the like internal kishka fat of the koi, it's metame. If it was a nevela or a trefa, it's metame. Now it's interesting because the chalev of a behema we cannot eat. The chalev of a chaya we do eat, as long as it's, of course, it's not a nevela trefa, it's kosher to eat the meat. And the chalev is kosher as well, only by a chaya. But by a behema, it's not kosher, but it is mutter, behana, and it does not become tame as nevela or trefa. It's learned out from the Pasuk that you can use it, you just can't eat it. The tumato misafik, but this this tuma of the chalev of a koi is misafik, because it might be a behema, in which case, as we just explained, the the... Chalev would not be Tameh, but it might be a Chaya, in which case the Chalev is Tameh. The Ein Podin Bo Petrach Mor. And you cannot use a koi to redeem a firstborn donkey. As we've mentioned famously, there are some donkey fans that we do redeem a firstborn donkey. It's sort of a Hakar Satov that they schlepped all the stuff out of Mitzrayim for us. They were, they were much better than an Uber because they were, they were there. They were donkey. So even though it's a non-kosher animal, the firstborn, a donkey, does have a special status. We don't redeem it by switching it onto a say, onto a sheep. Then we have to, God forbid, kill the firstborn donkey. But you might have thought that this koi, there's one opinion that it's a, it's a half sheep or it's a sheep hybrid. So you might have thought it's, it's good enough to be redeeming your donkey. So no, you need mamish a say to redeem your sheep, not a koi. More koi tomorrow coming right up.